welcome to the highlight reel. And maybe not the kind you're thinking of. I'm Peyton Baxter. And I am Brittany Williams. Let's get real and unlock life behind the camera. Jump in and join our circus as we break open our highs, lows, and all those things unseen. Now let's roll the highlight reel, y'all. R-E-A-L. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the highlight reel. Hey guys, we're so happy you're here. I am Brittany Williams. And I'm Peyton Baxter. We are happy to be here with the highlight reel. R-E-A-L. So if you're new, welcome. If you're not, thanks for sticking around. Our biggest piece of the puzzle around here and our biggest goal is to just truly be real. R-E-A-L. The behind the scenes, the kind of digging the deep into stuff, talking about the crap that maybe you're not supposed to. Uh, probably not supposed to. Yeah. You know, it's like when, if you're being prim and proper and your grandma probably told you not to talk about that, but I've never really followed those rules and our grandma definitely didn't tell us not to talk about this. <laughs> definitely not. But I have tried to follow those rules sometimes and I feel like, especially as a person on Instagram and social media and all the things, it is a highlight reel, R-E-E-L. Yeah. So like, let's get behind the scenes, like down to the nitty gritty. Let's like let it all out because it's life. We all live it. You know what? It's freaking exhausting <laughs> trying to be on and trying to be perfect and trying to be buttoned up and pretty with a bow. Amen. I kind of gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm encouraging Peyton to also give up give up on life, my sister. <laughs> we are. That is one thing that we're doing going into 2024 is we are just letting it all out, I guess, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. Poor Grace, we've drug her in. Grace is our producer. She works with us here in the office every single day. She is our other sister. She is our best friend. Um, she's amazing. She's sitting right here with us. She's always with us. We, yeah. we travel as a pack. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. The other day, one of our friends has a little girl, and they were at Target, and she was like, she was yelling, there's Brittany, there's Brittany, and kept pointing to this girl with long blonde hair. And um, our friend was like, are you talking about McCray's mom? He's like, no, the other one. <laughs> she was talking about you. Oh. <laughs> she went to, she was trying to say there's Peyton, but she just said the other Brittany. Is was she, I a target? No, probably. You weren't there? <laughs> I was like, probably. <laughs> it wasn't really you, but it was so funny because she Aww. just kept saying, there's Brittany. And she's like, that, that, that is not, clearly, that is not Brittany. Yeah, Brittany has like dark brown hair now. <laughs> and much larger silhouette than Peyton. No. And, um, but she's like, no, the other one. That's how much we are all always okay. together. We come as a package deal, but we'll answer to whatever most of the time. Yeah. Speaking of being called names. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> Why is everyone so freaking afraid of conflict? That is my question for the day. And that's what this episode's going to be on. So buckle up, buttercup. Urgh. <laughs> So I am not afraid of conflict, but I am so tired of being, language alert, being labeled a bitch because I'm willing to ask questions, question people, open conversations, have difficult conversations. Ugh, I'm tired of being called bitch for it. So we're going to talk about how do we handle it? How should we handle it? Maybe I should be better about it. Maybe I should be nicer. Peyton should do it more. I should do it more. <laughs> I do it a lot behind closed doors. I'll say that. <laughs> I just need to let it out in, in real life more, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we've told you before. I'm always like, well, did you ask any more questions? What about this? What about that? 
But to me, like, I I think it's okay not to accept things at surface level. Yeah. Especially if you think there's more to the story. So how do you handle it? What is your go-to way to handle conflict? And I'll preface this real fast. I know I'm talking too much, Miss Miller. I'm sorry. But I preface this real quick with, I do not believe conflict is a negative word. I believe it has a negative connotation. People attach to it. But conflict and conflict resolution are, I mean, I haven't looked it up. Maybe I need to Webster it. But to me, it is just conversation. Same prefix. Um, Yeah, which is good. I mean, that's like ultimately a good thing, especially if you get to a point where y'all can or either people can agree to disagree or be on the same page Yeah, and understand each other's side. And it's okay to agree to disagree. Right. I don't want to be around people that are just like me all the time. No. That will be very boring. Yeah. I feel like for me, what was the question? How do you do? How do you handle it? Well, I went off on a tangent <laughs> on the conflict to be a negative word. I think that's a good starter, though, because I feel like people, most people would agree that they think of it when you hear the word conflict, it's negative. Yeah. Like that's what people automatically go to. Right. But is that like society's way of like telling us like that or just our past experiences? You know what I mean? Like, why do we think that that's a negative thing versus just like talking it out? There is a conflict. There's been conflict between me and you before and we're best friends. Right. And guess what? You can talk it out and get over it. We're just going to see each other. Shut the hell up. Are you hungry? And that's how we launch. I mean, sometimes <laughs> that's the way. Sometimes that is the resolution. Yeah. That's what we're do talking you, about. Do you want to go shopping? <laughs> yes. And I'm still mad at you, but does this look make me look good? <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's like sister to sister. Um, I think for me, so for me, it's been a journey on conflict because with anybody, I feel like, well, I'll take that back. With you, sis, and mama, I've always been pretty open and disclaimer I sound like a man and like I smoke 18 packs of cigarettes a day because I'm, <laughs> I know not judging you if you do go for it do you boo that's my motto in life I'm on my seventh diet coke we don't judge <laughs> but I am kind of like coming down with something so I'm sick and will probably be hacking in a second but with you and mama I have always been like very And I think it comes down to like a comfort level, but I've always been very like direct and like, if I break down, I break down. If I get mad at you, you're going to know if I need to cuss you out, then I'm going to. And that's fine. (laughs) If I need to chase you with the hammer, I'm going to. Yeah. And I expect the same in return, especially from y'all. But even like with TJ, my husband, like sometimes I'll, in the beginning of our relationship, I would like shut down, you know, and I was always like that with relationships, even friendships. Like if something came up that I wasn't comfortable with, but I didn't agree with, or something was bothering me or whatever it may be, I would shut down and I would just be quiet and I'd hold it in and I would process my emotions on my own, which I still do to a degree. We literally just talked about this, (laughs) depending on the subject. Um, But I used to do that like all the time. Like I would just like shut down and often now, like if I shut down, it's like sometimes I just need a moment and I'm not like, not going to talk to you about it but I just need a second to like process things and then I'll come and like talk to you in like a calm manner 
sometimes if I shut down, it means like I need to calm down first. Because if you don't, it, it, then I'm it going good. Yeah, if I don't, like I might burst and I might say things that I don't mean or say things out of emotion. I've been trying to work on that because I'm a very, we talked about this too, I'm a very emotional, like come at you, whatever I'm feeling hard on my sleeve once I get to that point. But it takes me a while to get to that point. So sometimes I have to take a step back and like have a minute to myself before I like decide to discuss anything, A, or. Which is great self-awareness, I think, that like, yes. you know, you know, you need that therapy <laughs> that helps me realize that. <laughs> yeah. The past couple of years have helped me realize that because it wasn't always that way. And it's OK if you're not there yet. But um, and I still fail. Definitely. Like. Literally a week ago, I was screaming at my husband. <laughs> Ooh, that was me last night. So, with a drill in my hand, <laughs> running around the kitchen. Oh, so now you're the one with the tool in your hand chasing somebody. <laughs> you taught me how to do that. I just thought I'd learn how. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, we're still not perfect, but um, I don't know. Self-awareness is a huge thing, I think, and just trying to <clears throat> figure out how to combat that and get past it. But used to, I, I would always shut down and not just shut down to like calm down I would shut down and I wouldn't say a word and I'd sweep it under the rug and never talk about it again and a lot of bill or billings <laughs> a lot of feelings and resentment would build up and then it would eventually come out because it would get to like the point where I like am going to explode and then it's like a massive explosion and that's not good for anybody no. involved or relationships would end and then they would just yeah it would live yeah I mean if you listen I think we did like a friendship, friendship one, episode yeah. and that like that was one huge example like something and we'll get to it at some point like happened in my life this week that like the people that I talked about in that friendship episode there's like two of them that the thing that happened in my life this week I went to them like right after I went to like my sister and my mom and Grace like to talk to you know so like you can get past that and you can like get back to where you were but like thinking back to that year whenever I was like burying stuff and not talking about things that were bothering me and things like that like I can't imagine them like not being here now you like, know had, and had because left it buried they would that would have been the end yeah you had to rise from the ashes yeah and be okay with the conflict yeah and the conversation right to resolve the conflict and them too like it's yeah, a they might be okay. Yeah, it, it yeah. sure is. Like I think that's the thing with conflict is like you can want to fix something as much as you possibly can, and if the other person is not willing to like listen or hear you out or talk about it, and you're not willing to do the same for them, then it's not ever going to get anywhere. I was like, my friend, I finally convinced to meet me at Starbucks, and there ain't nothing. <laughs> I mean, I met a blank wall that day, boy. But God. you got your answer. I yeah, I, mm, maybe. <laughs> I, I do. I'm just like. Huh. <laughs> okay. You right. You're not in this to win this. All right. Here we go. We're yeah. on. Okay. I think you you touched on it there, and I think this is a good time to kind of jump into it. But feelings versus facts, and how yeah it, reaction I think is a lot of conflict because how we react to things, like you were saying, like your self awareness and knowing what you need in order to react appropriately. Mm -hmm. Feelings <laughs> versus facts. So. You said you wear your heart on your sleeve a little bit, and you you definitely have more feelings than me. I had a college roommate one time tell me I, I was the Tin Man because <laughs> I had no heart. 
<laughs> no, understand. I forgot about that. Oh my god. <laughs> no, this was like eighteen-year-old Brittany. She's like, you know what? You're the Tin Man. You have no heart. And I was like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, is it didn't bother me. So maybe that proved her point right. And I'll say, I, I've never really been afraid to like say what needs to be said. But my intent is always good, I feel like. But I've never been afraid of the hard questions. Yeah. And see, I think, okay, that's like one thing that's like weird to me about us. Because I think like I am the more like almost like cold, I guess. Like I'll like internalize things to where it looks like I don't like wear my heart on my sleeve. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. But then like you'll like. I don't know. You do have the bigger heart. So like when people say that, I'm like, no, y'all don't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I'm, I can't fake anything. You're just more blunt. So I, I think it comes across that way. It does. It comes across as the Tin Man, but I will give the farm away y'all. And if there's someone in yeah, need, like you really the other day, I stopped on the side of the road and helped this lady pick up her mail and I had a road traffic behind me and I could have cared less. Like those people, I was not bothered by the, yeah. this lady needed help and I will. I, I'm a good human. I, I don't have a problem saying that. I just don't have a problem asking the hard questions and people genuinely don't like. People are uncomfortable. They are. I make people uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't have a lot of friends. But I think it's like something <laughs> that's that... Okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. And I think going into the next year, like that's something we should normalize is like just be okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Like we don't have to be... And usually... I feel like that's actually like people have been doing those like trends, things that are like in and out or whatever oh, yeah. for the new year. I think I'm, this is my hot take. That's something that's coming in for 2024 is like, it's okay to like pe put people on the spot, make them uncomfortable if it's going to like better you and them. And you I, mean, I don't want people around me that are going to kick my ass. Yeah. I mean, I've cussed about six times so far. So I'm so proud of me. Mama, do you hear me? I hadn't cussed once. Not come out. <laughs> I'm about to get in trouble. And guess what? I did it earlier. But yeah, <laughs> again, she might. I, I think she's the primitive no. one. So, sis is using like PG cuss words. <laughs> I not necessarily always do that. So, that's why I have to watch what I say. <laughs> Just okay. being real. But for real, <laughs> feelings versus facts. So, for me, earlier today, I was a little bit fired up about something. And so, I went into like private detective research mode. And I will come at you with screenshots and links. I will call government agencies. I will literally do full, a full-blown dissertation. <laughs> Grace just said she did. <laughs> I will come. They were closed today for the holiday, but <laughs> nonetheless, I will come at you with a full-blown like file of dissertation before I will give you my opinion on something because I you, need to know you come in like fully loaded, locked and ready. That's it. I mean, because if I'm coming at you, which is good, I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, and I don't care. And I will admit I'm wrong if I'm wrong. That is why you should have been a lawyer. How I just have. I was talking to sis about this before we <laughs> got started. I'm like hooked on suits right now, so I'm like all in the like oh law I'll be Harvey <laughs> when I grow up. I love Harvey, but so and I'll, 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 I used I will say this though I used to be a feelings person when I was little. I would get all torn up and I'll cry and I'll be really like just in my feelings. And I joked that my dad like beat it out of me because he is a very like matter of a fact person. He ain't got a ton of feelings either. And so he would always tell me, 
you can't make decisions based on feelings. You you can't allow, no you are allowing that person to make you feel that way. A, a person cannot make you feel a certain way unless you allow them to. And I think that always just like, I believe that I I do believe it. But you know, as a as a kid, you're like you're still gonna be yeah. on my side. You know, I mean, no, even like me as a feelings person now, like I, it's hard for me to like get to that point. Sometimes I'm like, no. They're not allowed to make me feel this way. Right. And it's like, true. it's hard to like get to that mindset. But I think I took her to the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, these are the facts and this is what's going on. Even sometimes when you'll get like ripped off the rails, I'm like, well, these are the rules and this is what you signed up for. Yeah. We had a situation a few weeks ago and I'm like, yeah. okay, technically by the book, it was all handled appropriately. And I'm like, no, like, but that didn't make me feel any better. I'm like, well, unfortunately, this isn't about feelings. Here comes this with like the guidebook or the oh, employee handbook. I love a handbook. If anyone, I'm like, but, but if anyone needs a handbook written, I'm your girl. I would love to write your employee handbook for you. Do you think um, that's a way? Here's a question for you. Do you think that's a way for you to like protect yourself? Like the with him like doing that like do you think that's a way to like protect your feelings now or just that's the way you think or no. if it ever was like that no I, I definitely still if I really care about a situation the only time I really will cry is if my feelings are truly hurt and mm -hmm. like it takes a lot but if you see me crying like my, my deep feelings got hurt like I feel betrayed by the person that I really felt like wasn't going to betray me. Yeah. I feel, you know, ignored by the person that I thought had my back. Yeah. So it takes a lot to get me there. Um, but, and then usually what's funny about me not being afraid of being uncomfortable and not being afraid to approach people is if I get to that point, I do shut down. Yeah. Because I don't want to be so vulnerable to let someone know they hurt. Because it takes so much to get there. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, don't say, like, if I'm, I don't know, there's a quote over here. I wrote it down. Because yeah, I we really, were talking quotes before this. So yeah. We came up with some good ones. that This one I found, it said, if I'm arguing, I care. If I'm quiet, I'm done. And that, amen. That's us very much. And mama. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mama even more. But I don't shut up a lot, as, <laughs> as we know, right? So I mean, if I'm best true, grabbing and it's like, and it's, it's like normal for me to like shut up and be silent for a day for the most part. But for you, it'd be like, okay, what the heck is going on? Like I got so aggravated with like a baseball situation last season. Yes. I know my kid's four and like let it loose, Brittany. It, but I'm a principal person as well. So it had nothing to do with baseball. It was principal. And one of our friends wanted to talk to me about it. And I was done. I said, okay, thank you. That was my response. When I give you an okay, thank you, I'm period, period. If you heard last week's <laughs> episode, okay, period. Thanks, period. <laughs> yeah. And if it's a thank you, you're, you're really done. Okay, thank you. And I'm done. Um, and he wanted to talk about it. He literally came to my front porch. And I was like, are you sure you want to know how I feel about this? Because this is a situation where I had chose to just be quiet. I decided it wasn't worth my kid being affected. And when my kid's involved, I, I think twice. And, and so, since there are kids involved, we're not going to go like way into it. But I will say and vouch for sis, this was absolute like BS. Like the stuff that was going on. 
And it literally. was piling. It was like one thing and then another thing and then another thing. And, and it was the same person like behind it yeah. all. I'm like, I wanted to shake the person and be like, this is kids that you're dealing with that you're yeah. trying to hurt. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it was trying to, it was an adult, a grown woman trying to manipulate children to like for, for her narcissistic gain. I don't know if that's the right word to say it. But anyway, um, and it just, it was to the point where I felt very targeted in the whole situation. And it was multiple little situations that, that grew. Well, you were. It was directly yeah, towards you. It was. And McRae. Yeah. And I was just, I'm just over it. And then like more things have happened again. And I'm just like, no, like I'm not dealing with this. So he was like, asked me how I felt about it. And I was like, are you sure you want to know how I feel about this? I, I was, I was polite in asking that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, he's just like okay had the next day yeah it's like i'm pretty sure he regretted like saying like yeah (laughs) and coming to my front porch yeah (laughs) it's it's been interesting but nonetheless i i'm not going to stand behind something on a principle especially when it's for the greater good like it wasn't just about my kid it was a big picture piece of the puzzle right and i don't think it was fair i don't think it was right i don't think it was the decision that i felt good about and I decided to keep my mouth shut. Then I was asked how I felt, and I said it. So we'll see. We'll see how it works moving forward. But this person now, the other person that I didn't agree with things, they don't really speak to me, and I'm totally okay with it. Mm-hmm. I- I'm game. I'm totally okay with them not speaking to me because I made them uncomfortable because I called them out. And as you should, as a grown adult, yeah, I I was not okay with the and not like calling them out and like being like no. mean, just being like, hey, dude, you have a problem. Let's talk. Yeah. And it was just it was never handled in a way that I, I approved of. And I'm kind of to the point in my life where I will ask the questions. I will admit when I'm wrong. I will have the hard conversations. Yeah. But if those aren't working, I'm also not going to fake it and be miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I am almost 40 years old. I do not have the time or the energy to be fake. Is she younger? Same. Okay. Yeah. So also a grown woman. Okay. Correct. I mean, not that it makes any difference, but if she was like my like younger, no, all grow like a twenty something year old. The other person that tried to bully us this year also grown woman, way older than us. Mm. Oh yes, I I remember that one. Way older. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it actually gets worse with age. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah. If you look closely, you'll probably be able to figure it out. But um, yeah. Yeah. Just this one came at Peyton. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, first this one came at McRae. Correct. And then came at me, but never came at you to talk to you because of something that had to do with me and McRae. <laughs> Which really was me all along, but never <laughs> wanted to approach me about it because, well, because, well, she knew that you would say something. And ask her and call her out on it. And yeah. Which I did. Sent a big long email. Pulled a mama. You did too? Well, we signed our names to it. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, well, we we wrote an email. And yes. Let's just say sis was sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> so you can imagine what that email looked like. There were multiple, actually. So, but yeah. it's just, but then we were the ones ended up ghosted and no response. So, correct. So we did our part again and I, uh, we had to be okay with it. Yeah, we. Well, I think the I. Subject. It's still sad. Like it's like one of those like friendship things. On that one, at least, it's like, what? 
Like, are you kidding me? Well, and it, was, it was a blind side too. Complete. And I think side. that's what is even weirder on on conflict like that. Yeah. So uh, the other situation, like, it wasn't a lifelong friend. It wasn't. I mean, yeah. we'll see each other. I'll be cordial. I'll do my. I'll do my part. Yeah. Y'all kids are gonna be like in the same sport together. Yeah. But I'm not going to like go out of my way anymore, knowing how someone feels about me. Yeah. Like, why would you fake it to make it? Like, it's just not necessary. Right. I'll never be, you know, anything but loving to a kid. But I don't have Absolutely. to, like, invite you to my house. Right. But this one, this just was blindsided and weird. <laughs> and sad, honestly, after everything we had done. But and untrue. That was the part that just blew my mind. It was like, there was so... And, and this is a situation I think we can talk about, like, how to handle conflict. There were so many things that got brought up in, like, one correspondence that were obviously feelings that had been built up or like things she, you question or she was asking this and assuming that and having her take on this and I'm like wait a second none of that is true yeah but if you would have just addressed each one when it was quick and easy then it wouldn't have built up to be such a thing well and sis is referring to the thing that happened like where essentially McRae got attacked and then I got attacked <laughs> but Nonetheless, like it was very much like feelings that were brought up to us that had nothing to do with us at all. Yeah. Or assumptions that were made on things that we, it wasn't true. So if they would have just been asked in like quick light or like right when it happened and you, right. it, 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 quite frankly, you got butt hurt, then <laughs> like bring it up and tell me, hey, I'm butt hurt. What the frick? Like, WTF, like, tell me. I'll and, be like, okay, and I, I, I respect that. And I, yeah, and I think that is part of it all is being able to identify your own emotions in a way that you can articulate them to the person and want resolution. Yeah. Because to me, when someone comes at you with an attack like that, they actually don't want resolution. They're just too cowardly to break it themselves. This so they person, want you to yeah. do it. This person did not want resolution. They were no. done. They were done with the first message that came through. And uh, like looking back now, that's very, very evident. And and that's okay. It sucks, but yeah, but that's okay. But I also believe God's going to show you people's colors if you're unwilling to see them. Yeah, and it sometimes takes a really bold something for them to for you to see it when you don't want to. Like when you when you really want the best in somebody, so you keep overlooking, overlooking, overlooking. Yeah. Especially for us, too, because I feel like we are so, we really do pride ourselves. And this was like a working thing. Like, this is, I mean, to be as transparent as we can with being respectful to all parties. This was a work relationship thing. And, like, we take that so, like, highly, I guess. Like, we pride ourselves on trying to be so loyal to the people that we do work with that I don't think I would have ever seen some true colors that were meant to be shown had this situation not happened yeah because like i'm i put again i put blinders on for my people and that's just where i'm at she's the most loyal human you're ever going to me and you come at my kid and my (laughs) and my baby sister and sis was like i got no blinders on baby i got the gloves on yeah sis was ready for more (laughs) i'm like okay let's let's Settle down. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I was like that for like a, a day. And then I was like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know that I'll ever quite let that one go, to be real 
best. Yeah. Okay, so I'll need Jesus for that one. <laughs> I keep pick, if you're watching this on video, I keep picking my finger because I burnt my finger with the hot glue because I was the winner of the tacky sweater Christmas oh um, gosh, tacky Christmas sweater <laughs> contest at our family, so it was worth it for the win. Okay, like, don't get me wrong. I was runner up, but they said that mine was <laughs> looked like pretty. <laughs> they said it looks like Queen of Sparkles. It was too good. No, it really was beautiful. Like it was symmetrical. It was perfect. But if like, anyone wore it, they would have absolutely died because it was like so thick and like so much crap on it. Like you couldn't move. But it was pretty. It was cute. I had a napkin and a paper plate glued <laughs> to mine and my finger. Like broken. Look at the. It's still like I know. It's like three weeks out. Yeah. I so I can't feel parts of it. I think it had like nerve damage. But probably I won. There was so, like a massive blister on Sis's finger for a long, a long time. But we are trying to video this now. Um, we'll see. Oh, we're waving to the camera. A lot of people are like, we've heard this from so many people. So I guess leave us a comment below if you're interested in this. I listen to a ton of podcasts and Sis, well, doesn't even listen to ours. <laughs> never listen to one fully. <laughs> so, but... Speaking for me, I never really like watch podcasts because I'm usually listening to them while I'm like doing laundry or driving or doing something. It makes it more fun, you know. Um, Grace, do you watch podcasts? No, she's shaking her head now. So I don't really watch them, but I know that's like a new thing and like especially like the blog style ones and things like that. So maybe we'll get there eventually. But a lot of people, a lot of listeners have told us personally, even some people like stop us in the parking lot. Like, hey, can you video yourselves? Yeah, they're like, we want to watch like more of what you post on Instagram, which if you don't follow us on Instagram, at the highlight, or no, at highlight real, R-E-A-L pod on Instagram. So go follow us there. But um, we usually post like teasers of videos each week from the episode. And people have been like, we want to see like the whole thing. We want to see your reactions. And I guess that would be fun. We just never did it because we were like, well, A, that's another step, to be honest. And B, like, we didn't think anybody would watch. So if y'all want to watch it, we're trying. We're trying. Hello, we're just videoing yeah. ourselves. The whole thing see, now. My seventh Diet Coke of the day. It's always sitting in front of me. And they can always add seven drinks, too. I know. I have medicine ball, two lip glosses, and a Diet Coke. So that explains you a lot. Actually, yeah, that really does. <laughs> a tart, a Tula, a Starbucks, and a Diet Coke. <laughs> snotty tissue. <laughs> Am I loopy? If this is not me in a nutshell. Yeah, that really is. <laughs> all, I got, I, all I need is like my barefoot dreams cardigan on and then I'm going to I've got lists. Cards. Yes, and, like, and a diet. It says like index cards. And I'm like, I got my lip gloss and my 14 drinks. Okay. Okay. So here's my question. Because I know I, this is me big time. Do you differ and how you handle conflict and resolution and asking the like, difficult questions on different people, like with your peers, with your husband, with your family. Like you've kind of touched on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, with like your kids, friends, parents, with your kids, friends, like with your family, with your workplace. Our workplace is weird, but traditional workplace. Yeah. I feel like traditional workplace, like going off of that one first, I would actually know even here, like if I had a which I never do. Like, I don't literally, like, I don't think since y'all started working, I've had to, like, take one of y'all, like, to the back and be like, we need to talk. Like, no. Like, if anything, it's usually, like, y'all don't need to talk. I need to talk. And I need to, like, let my ish out. And I'm like, ah, and, I, and then, like, tears start coming. And y'all are like, well, 
do I need to do this? Like, should I do this? I'm like, we'll do better. I'm like, no, it's not you. Yeah, just not I'm always like, I'll do more. I'm so sorry. No. Or I'll text you. I screwed this up here. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're all so accountable, so it's different. But in the workplace, like at least corporate, and I would treat it the same way here if there ever became like something, an issue, and I would hope y'all would do the same for me because I don't see it as like, boss and workers like I don't see it like that at all like I you the boss baby no y'all are my boss and tell me what to do usually <laughs> like get you get to filming this you need to hurry you need to get out the door <laughs> like, I'm not at your face on Instagram today <laughs> yeah literally sis used to text me that you might have to start that back up again in 2020 oh it's coming <laughs> consistent remember you wanted it you're about to get it for now <laughs> no I deleted a part um but uh I think that it's it's something that, like, whenever, especially I worked in the corporate world, and I know that you've seen this, sis, like, if your boss, like, comes to you and tells you something in front of people or, like, bitches you out in front of people, like, uh-uh. Like, no, I do not think that, that that is so disrespectful. Like, be like, hey, let's have a chat. Like, bring you back, like, behind the scenes and be like, and then handle it. Like, do not get onto somebody in front of everybody on the flip side, praise in front, correct and closed. Yes. I, that's how I always manage. I agree. I agree. And I've never really managed anybody like in the corporate world. That's just as a person, that's how I would feel. Yeah. Like, no, nobody was stuck in front of your peers. But that happens so much. Yes. I mean, I, I have friends in the corporate world that I hear about these things and I'm like, what? I quit going to my dentist because he was like, Oh, chastising like the dental hygienist, like as I was laying in the chair, and I will not go back. It was my dentist as a kid, like from growing up, and I will not go back there. It bothered me so much. Yeah, good because to me, it like says the character of the person. Yeah, because if you don't care about humans, like then I don't really care about you. Yeah, that's even something. I mean, going to like, which now, it's like different. Obviously, as you like get closer to like your like okay your core friend group as you get older and your friends are married and you're married and you're going out on vacations and you're always around each other and you're basically all like brothers and sisters whatever like I feel like I could fully have like not a fight but like a, like I could tell TJ something that normally I used to not maybe tell him until we were behind the scenes like I could fully tell that in front of y'all I could say that in front of like Kristen, Elizabeth, Hannah, right. like, and their spouses, you know, like that kind of thing. Right. Like I would just lay it all out. But like for the most part, depending on the subject, I would not do that in front of people. And I'd wait, like me and TJ, that's like always been our role. Like if it's something that's like very serious, I know sis, you're laughing. <laughs> but if, if, if it's something that's like really serious, like, or something that like I wouldn't want aired out to everybody or he wouldn't want aired out to everybody. Then we would wait until like we're back in our house or back in the hotel room or wherever you are and talk about it then. And that's very respectful. It's hard. I should do better. Well, it, I will say it's gotten harder the longer that we've been <laughs> married. So I'm trying to like I'm saying this as I'm like working on it myself because now, again, even as close as I am to those people I just named and like my very best friends and y'all and mama, like, I mean, I have we have all just like let it loose in front of each other yeah but sometimes I'm like I shouldn't have done that I should have just like held that in until everybody was gone and then and vice versa him too but we're all guilty of it you know to me it's like I think 
baseline rule that really should just be behind closed doors. Like if it's if it's in your like my my gut okay. my gut says like if it's in your marriage like it needs to be handled like with your husband and your wife. I agree, but it's yeah. hard. But he, it's hard. Here's so my here, Grace. Here's a, here's my here's, here, uh, here's my caveat to that. As Grace is sitting across the room, yeah. about to get married. <laughs> if we have had the same freaking conversation behind closed doors eight yeah. seven times, gloves off. Like yeah. you either get your shit together or I'm calling you on it. Like yeah. I'm over the same crap like my like theory when I did manage people <laughs> I managed a lot of people actually my theory was please just find something else to screw up yeah. don't screw up the same thing over and over again like I'm okay if you if something messes up every single day 365 mistakes we're all gonna make them my request is you don't make the same mistake 365 times I just burped oh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> like, ah. if you heard that <laughs> so to me, that is like one of my just like general peeves of life. Yeah. So my my tolerance, my patience level <laughs> withers and it starts to wither much quicker. And I need to do a better job of like the conflict with within my marriage of remember chill was my word. I need to chill out. I need to calm down. As much as I am fact oriented when it comes to like things outside of the home, within the home, I'm much more um, quick to anger and that's one of my like personal goals for the year is to not be so quick to anger because well basically the lord tells you not to so i need to like do better with that and when i come at you i don't even cut you at your ankles i cut you at your pinky toenail like i cut <laughs> all the way down like to the core and like just look at you with a straight face and have 10 man no feelings about it because in that moment that's really how ten i feel man, 10 man no feelings <laughs> So I need to do a much, much better job of that. But when outside my house, I think I handle conflict pretty well. Yeah, I agree. Because it's, it's more fact. And to me, that's feelings and fact. Yes. Like within your marriage, the feelings are going to be much higher and um, driven mm -hmm. than outside. It's going to be more fact driven. Anything that you're around more, A, and anything that is like closer to you. Right. You know, I feel like it's natural. Yeah, because I mean. There's not many people that can hurt my feelings. Like, you can, Mama can, Josh can, McCray can. <laughs> um, you know, but I've got to let his go. He's four. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part. But sometimes, I mean, like, let's normalize that. Sometimes Britain hurts my feelings, and I'm like, like, it hurts. It does. You know, like, can bring me to tears sometimes. And I'm like, okay, he's three. One day he's like, I wish you weren't my mommy. And they're like, I was like, do you know how hard I pray to have you? And I'm like, yeah. He doesn't know. Like no. his his brain physically isn't. Yeah, but I mean, at, at their age, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research. Like their brain physically isn't developed to even yeah. be able to be well, and like actually, right? Two seconds later, they're like, "Mommy," and then like touch your cheek uh, and like, you know what I mean? Like, and then it like helps you know, like, okay, <laughs> like obviously they did not mean that, and you you know that logically. But sometimes if you're in your feels and they say something like that, it just makes everything like. Amplify. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I agree with that. Like sometimes if you're whoever you're closest to or around the most, even if you're not closest to them, it's a lot easier to act out of feeling. You kind of, your wall get broke, you know, down. You get to be more yourself. Because I found this quote and it says, talking about people and like investing and the things of that sort. It says, some people are bills some are investments, know the difference. 
And I thought that was really cool because the way I interpreted that was like from my, when I think of like my bills, it's transactional. It's very, I use my lights and I pay for my lights and I use my lights and I pay for my lights. There's no real relationship. There's no long-term commitment. Like if I move, I call, I get the lights cut off. I get them turned on at another place. There, there's nothing that lingers there. With your investments, like you buy a home, that's a good investment. You get a return on it. You invest your money and, you know, into different kind of accounts or they have growth and you're really, you monitor those. You see where the growth is. You see, hey, market, you know, it was a money market account and the market's down. This is what I did. Market was down. I projected out how much money I was actually going to lose on the downside of the money market. And it was about 30 grand on the year that I was going to lose if I kept my money in the money market account. So I just pulled it, ate the penalty, like just let it be because I needed a new car. And I just paid for a new $30,000 car with cash because I was going to actually lose the money anyway. But there was a relationship there. It, it grows, it dips, it moves. It, it can feed me, I can feed it. With bills, it's very transactional. And I think when it comes to conflict, you know, we talk about having feelings for different situations. It, sometimes those conflicts can be harder with the investment people because you feel like you've put so much in. Mm. And it's like... I ex you have expectations to get something back from them. Um, the people that are bills, if they piss you off, you can kind of move on, you know? Um, so I thought that was really interesting way to look at it. Yeah, I love that. I might be a little too transactional in that, in that mindset, but I thought that was interesting. And it also, I think, helps move on from the ones that don't work out. Because not every relationship in your life is going to last. Mm -mm. or some are just meant for a season and that's okay yeah I mean I have some that I look back on and they were phenomenal in the moment they were in and they didn't even end bad they just fizzled yeah same it's okay yeah um and some of them I want to punch them in the face and some of them I really really miss that fizzled but uh right. you're gonna have to be okay with that no I agree with that I love that so what's your take on admitting when you're wrong I think I am so here's my thing. Whenever I was younger, I was bad at admitting when I was wrong. Why? I don't know. I think because I was always like lectured as a young person to like always do the right thing, be the right thing, be perfect. And you see it as failure. Yeah. Mind. Yeah. And until literally my adult life, I didn't really fail that much. And I know that sounds terrible coming across, but like I've told this to everyone like, I really didn't. And even Mama said, like, I think in her episode, she's like, I wish I would have let you fail. Yeah. At some point. Like, you probably would have learned a lot along the way. Because you were, like, you were much more, like, on paper success as a kid than I was. Like, you you had much more achievements on paper. But you lived and you learned. And I didn't yeah, until I got old. a little bit different. Right. You know? And so, when I was younger, it was harder for me to admit when I was wrong. Now... I will say, again, going back to like self-awareness, I'm very self-aware. I can admit when I'm wrong. I need somebody, if I admit when I'm wrong and I tell you, just believe me. Like whenever I tell you like a why or what it was or, mm -hmm. you know, if I apologize, know that I mean it, like that kind of thing. Like if, if I admit that I'm wrong and you still don't, like you're not on my side and you're still pissed off at me, then I, that's where I draw the line. Well, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Right? I mean, like you you... Again, there has to be a two-way street. 
And if you've admitted you're wrong mm-hmm. and you have remorse for the wrong and you yeah. want to make it right and the other person doesn't want to be a part of the solution. And I think that's really what the underlying theme here is, is how do you be a part of this solution? Right. You have the uncomfortable conversation. You ask the hard questions. You admit that you're wrong. You are okay to see, you know, and if someone says, I appreciate your apology. I still don't agree with what you did, but thank you for feel, being sad. You made me feel yeah. that way. I think that's, we can move forward. That's my thing. It's like, I don't expect you to understand or agree with anything that I do, but understand that I am like apologizing. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'm saying I'm wrong and I apologize. And that's that. And we don't need to and under- dredging it up. Right. That's my thing too. And <laughs> I got some relationships that they just keep dredging it all up. I mean, it's like a freaking till in a garden. Like, <laughs> and I know what that means. I used to till my papa's garden. It just keeps on going. <laughs> I'm like, good lord. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, frick. Like, we just going to keep bringing it up? Like, we okay. filled the hole. Yeah. Corn grew. Yeah. Let it go. Corn is thriving. We got some cucumbers. We got some watermelon. Hell, even some pumpkins at some point. But... I just, yeah, that's my thing. And I will also reciprocate that. I think that's my thing too. And that's why I expect the same thing in return is like, okay, I can forgive people. I don't have to understand where you're coming from. But if we talk about it and I see that you're like remorseful or you're like apologize or you can at least admit like that you're not perfect either. (laughs) I think that's my biggest thing. Like I hate whenever, hate whenever people... Like, I know that they've done something, too, and I'm, like, trying to be vulnerable and, like, say, like, okay, well, I, you know, I failed here, or this was, like, this was me, and I apologize, and that was not right, and X, Y, Z, and then they're, like, holier than thou, trying to seem perfect. I'm, like, okay, no. (laughs) Like, no one's perfect. (laughs) And with me, like, okay, so sometimes I'm a tough apologizer. Because I will admit when I'm wrong, but I usually feel so convicted in a lot of the things I did. I will apologize for making you feel a certain way, but I don't always apologize for doing or saying what I said, because sometimes facts don't make you feel great. Well, and also, I mean, you're really, A, not wrong a lot, and B, like, you're so, again, factual and transactional that you think about things See, I don't think about things before I say things sometimes or do things. And so I just do or say, and that's where the emotion comes in. And that's where I'm wrong. And that's where I have to apologize. You do. So a lot of things that you do are not wrong. So then it's hard they're to apologize. They're not nice, and, but they're not inaccurate. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, and that's another thing too. Oh my gosh, this drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. And this is like a recent example. So I'm passionate about it. But like, if I do something or say something and I know that to be true and you're trying to tell me that I'm not being truthful you hate that I'm like (laughs) I just had to swallow one of those I saw it I'm like (laughs) come at me because I'm not going to apologize for something that is not true I'm not going to apologize for being truthful nope and I it it might be my truth that is your heel to die on too like I will not apologize for something that is just because you want to hear it and it's going to make you feel better. No, like absolutely not. Me, (laughs) me either. I will be buried in the grave and die happy because I know that like I spoke my truth 
as a kid, I was always I would always get in trouble for my tone of voice. <laughs> they're like, Brittany, you can't say that. And I'm like, true. And they're like, well, you said it hateful. I'm like, minute hateful. <laughs> like, I mean, I, like you stand behind it. Yeah, because that that's, yeah. Now, it might have not been the best way to handle the situation. And maybe I can learn from it and grow from it. But I'm not going to apologize for being hateful when my intent was to be hateful. Yeah. Like, I... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not empty apologizing. It's like being fake. What is that? We found one the other day or that's just so good. Sometimes the grass is greener because it's fake. Amen. And oh that is just not something I'm going to be a part of. Where I said, what was the one that we got at the old house? Sod. Sod. I said, well, they had a privilege. Yeah. And they that got a head start. That is privileged grass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like you didn't go out there. You weren't tilling it. Yeah. You weren't seeding it. Like you got a little head start on that um, yeah. and it's real and you got to keep it alive but you got a head start so there is 67 um garden and grass analogies but i will not <laughs> can you tell can you tell our five used to have a massive garden or <laughs> country girls y'all <laughs> um but i don't have a problem admitting i'm wrong when i'm wrong i will not admit same. i'm wrong because your feelings got hurt same because I called you out on or because actual things you've done. Or if it's going to be an easy solution. I think that's the thing, too, is a lot of people think, oh, well, this will just, like, make the yeah the problem end quicker and we'll get past this and we can all be happy again. And But it's like, no, fake. Fake. Yes. Turf. I can't. Turf happy. Yeah. Turf happy. I can't sleep like that at night. So. Yeah. That's how I'm here. And I will not apologize because you're offended for me calling you out on your poor actions. Mm. And nor do I want you to apologize to me for calling me out on my poor actions. Yeah. Like, McCray will call anyone out on anything. Like, will. Homeboy will call you. And la last night I was <coughs> not happy. Y'all, I've become Brady the Builder. That's my goal for 2024. So I have been patching drywall. And painting it and re my laundry room shelf fell. So I did tell him the whole story. <laughs> laundry room shelf fell. I decided, well, I don't think my husband listens to this. So I gave him about a month to do it, the project. It and doesn't matter if he listened, you would say it anyways. Very true. Conflict. Not a problem. Um, <laughs> I promise you I've said it to his face 87 times. So <laughs> I took it upon myself to teach myself how to fill and patch and sand and paint drywall. At like out of you. 8 p.m. on a Wednesday, I also decided to undertake this project. But that's very Brittany as well. Yes. Now, I want it done now. So I filled it and I sanded I let it dry and I sanded it and I put the next coat on and sanded it. And then I painted it and you could kind of still see it. And so I said, actually, if you sand with one thin coat of paint, it sands really nice and even. And then I painted it again and it was actually perfect. Like my mom, y'all, if you listen to the episode with our mom, she does not give compliments freely unless they are very, very warranted. And she's very anal. Yo, about yes. like, like, but also sis comes from a line of anal, like her dad and her, all of her uncles on her dad's side. And even Uncle Ray, honestly. Yeah. Everyone in our family is very anal and like about details. Instead of like, good job, it would be the, the one on the left needs to be sanded more. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool that you learned how to do that. Like that would be, but it was like, OMG, that's amazing. Wow. And I was like, whoo, that must be awesome. Go me. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I mean, you're 40 and you still, you know, if your mom gives you a compliment, like goes a long way. So I'm like, all right, now I'm going to hang the shelf. So I got with this like 
I got one like painted down at her old house, like where you hang hangers on it and it's like kind of modern looking. Is it like, like a pop thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. And I liked it because it only had one set of nails. Yeah. I didn't have to even them out. And I was like, oh, surely I can do this. I know. I need to get. So I asked my husband to get the drill and the drill bit. And he chose to not find the drill bit. And I say choose not to find because A, he's a mess, which drives me insane. And two, he, he just chose not to look for it. This was also at 1030 at night. So you give him a smidge of a grace. But at once I get my mindset on something, I will stay up till 4 a.m. to finish it. I don't care. So he couldn't run the drill bit. So I decided I will just do it myself. I don't need you or your drill were the exact words out of my mouth. So I, I mean, that's me too. That's <laughs> us, all of us girls in the family. It's probably trauma. I'll show probably. Probably. I have ordered myself a toolbox, a Did hardware you? set, a drill, and a screwdriver set. They are on their way. They will be here Saturday. Sis and I, I mean, shoot. Um, Grace and I get a text from Sis last night at like 11 o'clock. And it's like, I'm ordering my damn own tools i'm gonna do my own stuff and nobody's gonna touch them i did i ordered them and i'm gonna put a lock on the toolbox if someone ever touches them but anyway i hang the shelf and because i had to i screwed the screw in the drywall and then i stuck the screwdriver in the hole and gave it a little wiggle and to replicate the drill bit but i made it too big so when i stuck the drywall screws i hammered those in and then i got them all perfectly like set up and then i hung the thing and i screwed the screws in and it didn't hold because I made the hole too big with my makeshift drill bit. It, I needed the drill. So mm. I did need his drill and his drill bit, but not anymore because I'm my own. So, <laughs> so you don't need it. So now I have had to start the whole process over. And the second coat of drywall should be, or like filler should be dry when I get home to sand and start over. And now I have to do a third coat and paint and wait for my drill to get here so I can put the shelf up. Mm -hmm. Deep breath. <laughs> I said a lot of bad things. I'm sure. I was so. That's okay. It's okay. You know, sometimes mama gets mad at me. Sorry, mama. Sometimes a, a cuss word just makes you feel better. Yeah. And I like screaming over the top of my lungs. Not even cuss words. I just scream terrible words and things. I, no, same. I scream all the things. <laughs> but I, and then I, I incorporate a few adjectives that make you feel better. <laughs> You know what? Sometimes you just got to get it out. And then I ask for forgiveness and I apologize to Jesus. Yeah, I do. And it's something maybe, maybe we could work on that. That was, what was that? That was your chill. That's no, 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 no. When you weren't going to cuss anymore. Oh, lit, lit. Grace said, rude. <laughs> Grace said, that did not happen. I tried. The effort was there. We'll try again. You know, I cluster cuss though. Like I'll go, I'll be really good, and then it's they all come out. See, one, not me. Anyway, maybe I should work on it. It's like just part of my sentences sometimes. Okay, the only other piece of conflict I have, real fast, is, and this is one that I will not ask to uncomfortable questions. I will not care anymore if I find out you're lying. It is my, it is my hill to fall on. It is my drop dead. That is your heel. It is my drop dead bottom. Because to me, like, we all have issues. We all have struggles. You know, I mean, I I don't, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke cigarettes. I like food. I like to chew my issues. I like to drink 17 Diet Cokes. Um, those are my, those are my struggles. And I'm very aware of those. And I will talk to anybody about those. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I try to get the tools. I, I'm jacked back up on my fat shots. I'm very excited. 
And um, so I don't care to tell anybody about those things. But I think if you aren't willing to admit your faults and want, want to be a better person, that's one of my issues. And then the other one is if you're lying. And this says the only thing I hate more than a liar is a liar who thinks I'm dumb. Mm. That's okay. Because usually if I'm asking you a question, you already know the answer. Yeah. So you might as well just like say it. Typical like mom thing to yes. just like I feel like mama always knew. She'd ask me something and I'm like, no. But she never lied. Of course. It's yes. just me trying to be perfect. I'm like, no. I'm like, yep, sure did it. <laughs> and just stood right on behind it. Like that that was my problem though. And it still is kind of my problem. It didn't my problem was no. Still good. <laughs> I'm still good. She ain't good. <laughs> because if I've done something, I've thought it through and I'm like convicted on it. Yeah, you it's decide. a very conscious you made decision. This, yeah. You and even though even decision. if it's an it gonna be not popular, I, I'm okay with it not being <gasps> the right thing. Like when I poured the seventh diet coke, I looked at Grace and I was like, I probably shouldn't do this. And I just made the decision. I was gonna do it. I was gonna be not good. Yeah. I was okay with it. Um, I just admit to it. I am not perfect. I am far, far, far from See, it. See, I think that's like where I'm at now. Used to, I would be the person that would be like, no. Like, I would like try to still be perfect, even though it wasn't what I wanted. Or if I did have to hide something to like do what I wanted, but like still wanted people to like almost, it goes back to like being, making them uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I wanted, again, people pleaser Peyton. I wanted them to be comfortable with like who I was and who they thought I was. Yeah. And was even them, even like you. a conversation with somebody, like sometimes I'd like say what they wanted to hear. And it's like, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. So I feel like I'm like, you've shown me that. And just obviously I'm like, getting older and becoming a mom. I feel like once you become a mom, it's <laughs> like everything. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. Well, because my <laughs> only, my only like worry is Ukraine. And I know you like you've said it a million yeah. times. Like my only concern is Brayden. I've heard you say that a million times. Yeah. I'm like, and it's true. At the end like, of the day, like if if he can live with me and my choices and is proud of me being his mom and God. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like if I got them, then I mean I love all y'all. I really do. I'm looking at Sis and Grace. But like I, I'm I'm good there. I don't really care what you think. Yeah. Because I have to look myself in the mirror. Yeah, because that's me, like, answering the Lord, and I need my baby to be, I don't want him to be embarrassed of me. And I think that's why I've tried to learn to keep my mouth a little bit more shut when it comes to things that affect him, because I don't want him to be, like, I, I heard something one day, I was like, I will never let my storm rain on my kid. Yeah. And so, I like that. Yeah. So, I'm not going to do that. But he might, you know, see a cloud, if it means that I got to rise up to yeah. protect that baby. Well, I gave a cloud of few weeks ago yeah i like it even though uh i was like i don't know i don't know how this will affect britain but hey so don't you gotta do what you gotta do yeah well it was like his environment and i felt like it was his protection kind of thing so but we we you have to do it but again if you do it in a respectful way and that's a piece of like a conflict right yeah just be respectful about it like if i come at you attacking you and make you feel uncomfortable that's not what we're talking about i'm talking about saying hey can we have a chat when you said A, B, and C, or when the policy is A, B, and C, like, I know that's not your intention, but this is the effect of it. Can we have a talk about that? 
for and just be okay with talking about it yeah you don't hey when you said this it made me feel terrible like did you mean that and if you're like yeah i'll be like oh okay yeah it made me feel terrible yeah you know or you're like absolutely not i never i'm so sorry i didn't mean to say that or if i said it like i didn't mean to make you feel that way and so that's just that that was an interesting way to start off the new year but let's not be afraid of conflict in the new year it's not bad i'm talking to myself too conversation yeah. solution yeah let it not be a negative connotation yeah and it's okay to not agree with everyone and i think that's probably the piece that like everybody gets in an uproar on like the polarizing like social issues mm-hmm. and i think that's a lot of like generational things too and like my mom and i have even had conversations or like with other people and i'm like okay well you can feel that way i don't have to we don't have to agree yeah. And you have to just be totally okay with like not agreeing with everyone, even that's in your inner circle. I mean, there's things we don't agree on. Yeah. And I think that's the thing too, that going back to like trends in and out is, and this is something that honestly TJ has helped me a lot with since like we've been together over the past decade is like opening up your mind to like new perspectives and like hearing people out and listening to other people's stories that maybe you wouldn't have like understood or like seen their side of things to begin with yeah and I mean it has like changed me yeah I was definitely much more close-minded and I was just a lot less empathetic before I had a, a kid yeah like, I mean I think it all goes back to that yeah for us like we always say that and like for me like with the infertility and like the all of that shebang that gave me much more empathy in life because I felt so broken in a way that I guess I wanted. I mean, you know, yes, I I had some failures, but that was the first rock bottom real situation in life that I couldn't fix. Mm -hmm. Everything else that I like screwed up, I could finagle a fix for the most part. But that one I really couldn't fix. And so it, I guess it broke me. And I always say like the Lord broke me and put me back together in the way he wanted me to be because I was, I was not nice. I was kind of angry. I was a clout chaser. Like everything I can't stand in a human, I was that real a lot before like the the journey to have a baby and having a kid and becoming a mom. So I do feel like I became much more empathetic once I became a parent. Yeah, I agree. That's good for people to hear that too because I'm sure that a lot of people can relate to that. You know, like whatever your moment is. And I think we all have them, especially yeah. adulthood. Like, I mean, like I said, I'm going to be 40 next year. That That's not a, like, I'm not old. I mean, I don't think that's old, but that's a lot of life you've lived. And I've lived a lot of segments of life and like career changes and different cities. And when I think like even like, I mean, obviously your younger years are like huge growth years, but like your 20s and your 30s are like huge, like pivotal years for like your adulthood and like finding out who you are in a bubble before that really anything prior to 30 for the most part unless you've had situations but if you did traditional (coughs) college life you know post-college married after college like it's all still exciting Mm -hmm. there's still fun stuff you're not totally like you usually haven't hit your rock at that point Mm -hmm. but i always say no one should have a kid or get married before they're 30 because you you haven't (laughs) struggled I tell Grace that all the time. I'm like, Grace, just wait. Life's about to get hard. And I'm like, Brittany, what the hell is wrong? <laughs> you, don't not, tell her that. <laughs> it's kind of true, though. Like, 
I mean, a good practical patty over here. I am not the person to sit beside and be feel excited about the day. Grace has a good head on her shoulders, but here's like kind of my hot take is I like keep seeing all these people getting engaged that are like young in their 20s. Y'all, I got married when I was 22, almost 23. So I am the pot calling the kettle black, 1000%. But I see all these young couples getting engaged. I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, for instance, last night I watched one of those, have y'all seen those TikTok videos? And it's like, get ready with me to get engaged. I'm like, hey, how do you know? And why do you know? Like, yeah. have you been snoofing that hard? Or are you just like assuming? Or is that a yeah. trend? I guess maybe it's a trend. I don't know. I, don't, I really. Right. I'm the least trendy human on planet. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> well, I'm in social media and I really don't know the TikTok world. So maybe that is a trend. But anyways, I saw this girl doing this and I'm like, she had to be like, no lie, maybe 21. And I'm like, dude. That was you. I know. But I look back and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? A. And then B, like, you're so young. Like, you have no idea. And then they're like, I mean, I guess it's bliss. Ignorance is bliss. And they're so happy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, <laughs> my gosh. You have so much life to live. And if you're young and listening to this, it, it is glorious and amazing. You're just going to have to go through some crap. So get a good therapist and go to couples therapy on the front end and learn each other. Even if you think you're the best couple ever and perfect. You're going to change. Yeah. And that's okay. Change isn't bad. Oh, it's a good thing. I mean, I'm Such changing. I change every day. I'm like, I'm in 40 and it's going to be like, I I am about to reinvent myself. I told my mom this the other day. She wanted to buy me some shoes. I said, you know what? I'm not sure what quite shoes I like because I think I'm getting ready to reinvent myself. And yeah. She goes, what? I was like, golden goose. <laughs> nope. No, I, they will not be dirty. I promise <laughs> you the shoes will not be dirty. Although I did get some UGG platforms for Christmas. Yeah. I'm, I'm matching all the, the trendy people. In the we all have them on today. <laughs> yeah but no seriously I think it's like obviously you're going to change as your own self but also like you as a couple are going to change too but I just see these young couples and I'm like oh my gosh like I want to like give them a hug and be like yeah like hang in there it's going to get hard but I don't know I always hear of these like high school sweethearts that have been married like 50 years I'm like there is no way in hell that they have not struggled and, and they have. And, and they've gone yeah. through, like, the deepest of valleys and the highest of highs and, like, gotten through it. And they're so happy on the other side. Like, sometimes you got to cling to that, too. So if that's you right now, we've all been there. <laughs> and um, yeah. and if you're not there, you're probably going to get there. I, I really believe that. And when when you become parents, you, you aren't the same couple. Yeah. I think husbands struggle with that more than wives because, mm. I don't know. But sometimes they don't express that. Right. Like we express it more and they like internalize things. And so it's like a little bit harder sometimes. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're like, well, he got to take a nap. Josh said that to me one day. I said, he's four. <laughs> get up off your lazy ass and get busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like being married to Brittany. That's how we deal with things. AKA, maybe I should go back to how we can better handle conflict. <laughs> you know, we're all just working on ourselves and relationships at the same time you know what i am gonna venture to guess every single person listening oh. has said that to their husband at some point for sure and if you have sure i suggest today's the day it might make you feel better <laughs> i promise give it give it a try give it a whirl <laughs> people are gonna be like wow don't listen to them if you uh <laughs> stay married <laughs> no y'all we're just trying to be real i mean we never promise to like not just shoot the you know what and and you 
you never know what goes on behind closed doors. I just choose to tell you my crazy. What is it? There's like that social media um, voiceover and it's like, um, da -da 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 -da, let them know you're crazy. What it is, like the text is like, Mom, my friend saw you on social media. It was like a like an older mom, like influencer, and she was like, let them know we're crazy. Da -da 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 -da. So basically, like letting your crazy out there. Yeah. So I think a lot of people just shut the door and let the crazy be, and we just choose to spill it out. Yeah. Well, I haven't always, but I am now. So here we are, <laughs> spilling it all. <laughs> I just I refuse to like just pretend like it's all rainbows and sunshine all the time anymore and the thing is, is there are rainbows and sunshine you know like i don't want to dwell here yeah. the crap because life is great no i mean but i will say so no i will say like 80 percent of the time it is rainbows and sunshine and it's beautiful for us i mean we are so but honestly like but you know what but we're so lucky we are like, like i mean i am yeah i'm like that alone so blessed we're all we're all blessed but like I just, I think that sometimes a lot of it is not shown, like the actual, like real fill in the blank that happens. Yeah. Like it's is okay not to not be okay. Yeah. Like honestly, lately I have just been in like the biggest rut and I can like turn it on when I need to and fake it to make it. I mean, whatever. But really when it comes down to it, like I've just been like a grumpy bear at home lately. <laughs> Don't wake the bear. <laughs> Grace got me got me a uh, nightgown. This is like perfectly Peyton. Actually, she got, this was my Christmas present from Grace, and I'll have to show you all on stories. I got a bracelet that is Morse code for F off, but it actually like says it. And that's just. Don't let your kids listen to this episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all, we mean well. I'm just, maybe we're unfiltered too much. Um, and then 24, baby. <laughs> And then, but I mean, it's real. I mean, this is what literally I talked about. Like funny. these four walls, it's like hear funny. this all the time. Yeah. And then I got a nightgown, which is also me because I'm a grandma. And it says, don't wake the bear. <laughs> and it had the bear going, rah. And I'm like, oh, is the most me present ever. I got a, <laughs> I got a case of uh, mini Diet Cokes. There were 10 in the package. There are four left. We opened them this morning. Well, I drank one. Okay. Well, I've had five of them and two Diet Dark, large Diet Dark Peppers from the Chick-fil-A. When I tell you seven, today, yes, I'm seven. <laughs> well, these are little, seven and a half. Yeah, so I mean, like only like three. Um, <laughs> girl math, <laughs> girl math. <laughs> and then Grace got me a thing. It says <laughs> when you shit your pants at the bath uh, at the gas station, hand sanitizer. If you haven't listened to episode two, motherhood, I think it was motherhood. But it was because we had to start off funny. Yeah, you should go back to that, and it would make all the sense in the world. I've yet to ever go back to that Waggles. I am sorry, Waggles, but it that one ain't it. Which one was it? Um, cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least you're not from outside of town too much. <laughs> not anymore. Um, but anyway, so um, but it was great. We loved those, and then she got us like a real gift too, which was yeah. Fun. Although they, I thought we were doing like funny small Christmas gifts to each other, and they both come in with like, I mean, really good gifts. I missed the I memo. I never said that we were doing, I don't care what y'all get me, but I never said like funny gifts. I had already bought y'all a gift whenever we decided well, to do Well, maybe gifts. I made it up. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Okay, you did. Maybe I Grace said this. Assume. She just said Grace isn't on a mic, but she was like, I got a little something funny as part of our gift. Okay, so I, maybe I just assume like that's where we're going with it. So, so sis, I came in with like funny t-shirts. Like no, that's it. And, and there was nothing else with it. They're perfect. Mine said, I've been thinking too much and it had lightning bolts all over it. And I was like, that is perfect. And then Grace got one from sis that was raccoons, which if you, if you know Grace, like she's obsessed for some reason with raccoons. Weird. And like they're in a trash truck and it's brown and it says, what did it say? Dream big. Dream big, baby. I'm like, that is Grace and I on the on the brown clothing, like, bandwagon. So. I know we do have brown one coming. Paige just would have had her earlier. I'm, I'm back on my graphic tee rotation. <laughs> That's yeah. the only one I own. <laughs> if you're watching this, if we ever start doing, like, actual videos, we've been trying to wear, like, graphic tees every time that we um, record. Yeah. Our vibe. Although I'm the most ungraphic tee <laughs> Pay just the dress code. Shocker. There is a method behind the madness. Hint, hint. We will. <laughs> I need the method. <laughs> I will get that to you soon. I promise everything I do is intentional. <laughs> She's been thinking. Grace is over here trying on her new free people at Ralph's <laughs> while we're like a free her. people mannequin. She does. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> but random. That's very cute. That is really cute, Jake. So cute. But anyways, do you have anything else, sis? No. I feel like this episode is a very gentle time of about four friends. Hey, if y'all want to be our friend, just know we're going to keep it real. We're going to make that comfortable. And that's that. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. If you feel it deep down in your heart, give us five stars and a nice comment. Get uncomfortable, baby. <laughs> That's true. Constructive criticism. We like it. We we take it. Yeah. Honestly, just leave something. It really does mean a lot. Like, all jokes aside to hear yeah. from y'all. Like, we always go back and I'm like, did you buy anything? Like, even if it's like on DMs, on Highlight Real Pod. Or, we love it. Like, we just love to hear from y'all. That way we know we're not just like talking to the air as we're sitting here at our table. <laughs> like, we see, literally have these anyone co- here talk, 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 talk. these conversations <laughs> with each other anyway. Like, Hit record. Yeah. No, we had like a full blown like therapy session right before this. And I'm like, we just need to start recording. (laughs) But I really do hope that like this starts your year off. I know we like kind of got weird. Shocker. But being okay with not okay, being comfortable with uncomfortable to protect yourself, protect your family, protect your kids, because I know I say it like you can't pour from an empty cup and I'll be really frank with y'all lately I haven't even had a freaking cup like my cup is shattered it's on the floor like it's in the garbage truck on Grace's raccoon shirt like I haven't even had a cup to fill so I really am going to focus on trying to fill that cup in in very respectful ways but I cannot pour if there's nothing there yeah so hopefully you can relate to some of this you can be okay if shit hit the fan and you're not friends with somebody anymore or you had a business relationship not work out and know that like you know god's gonna lead you down the path that you need to go if you'll listen and if you'll keep your eyes open and it's okay to have those uncomfortable conversations like i love leaving church when the preacher stepped on my toes Mm. and why aren't we doing that with each other in our friend circles in our marriages like in a respectful way like i need to work on my delivery my tone it's always been a problem 
Um, but at the same time, like I want to be around someone that's going to step on my toes, that's going to push me, that's going to give me a swift kick in the butt. So why aren't we doing that with the people we love? Yeah, I love that. So it's a really good kicker at the end. Kick it. Get to kick it. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. And we will be back next week with another fun episode. And if you haven't caught up on the past few episodes, be sure to go backward. And bitch. we have another. They, they released during holidays. So yeah, if you need everyone, hop in. Yeah, it was holiday season. Everyone was crazy, but there's a lot of fun content there. Grace was even on one of them. Um, our mama was on one. So if you haven't listened to that one, that's a fun one. But we'll be back next week and we'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Wait, 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 y'all. Before you go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Highlight Real Podcast with Peyton Baxter and Brittany Williams. Follow us on Instagram as a way to stay connected and support us. You can find us at Highlight Real Pod at Peyton.Baxter at the Britt Williams on Instagram plus on the LTK app at Peyton.Baxter. And here's our shameless plug. Please help us out by giving us a five-star rating and a five-star review. Just scroll right on down to the bottom leave your happy comments and help some sisters out. We're so glad that you're here. Thank y'all for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye y'all.